0: It is a joy to be here with you this morning. I invite you to bow your hearts together in prayer with me. Holy one, open our ears to hear your word and open our hearts to know your truth in the innermost parts of our being that we may live more deeply in love with you and with our neighbor and with your whole creation. We pray these things for the sake of your beloved world In Jesus' name, amen. Well, as it's been pointed out, it's almost Valentine's Day. Yeah, that bright splash of red and pink and hearts and flowers that comes just in the nick of time to lift us all out of our Michigan midwinter doldrums. Okay, I know, it's just a Hallmark card holiday, right? It's just a commercialized invitation to get you to buy that box of chocolates for your someone special, or that sentimental card to express in oh so many words that love is a many-splendored thing. Indeed. I still remember those first valentines that I gave and received. You know the ones you give away in kindergarten? Do they still do that? You know, the ones I remember were flat. They came in a big sheet of paper. You punched them out. And they were like pictures of teddy bears holding hearts that said, you are a very sweet friend. Or the puppy dog saying, I really dig you. Yeah, I still remember those. Well, today, I bring you a valentine. No, it's a, it's a love letter, really it's from the first letter of John, chapter four. So I invite you to listen to God's Valentine to us all this morning, straight from God's heart to yours. Selected verses from 1 John four. Beloved, let us love one another because love is from God. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. God's love was revealed among us in this way. God sent his only son into the world so that we might live through him. In this is love. Not that we loved God, but that God loved us and sent his son as a sacrifice for our sin. Beloved, since God loves us so much, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this, we know that we live in him, and he lives in us, because he has given us his spirit. God is love, and those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. This is the word of the Lord. is one of my favorite passages in all of Scripture. And I love it because it is, for me, the essential truth of the entire Bible. Distilled into these three words, God is love. That's what this is all about. That is all any of us need to know. I spent this whole week, Jeff can attest, (laughs) thinking about this researching the scriptures, doing the exegesis I was trained to do in seminary. (laughs) I pushed a whole bunch of words around a whole bunch of pages. I did my research and my study of the Greek grammar, but you know what? I don't care about any of that. It is all ludicrous in the face of this simple and profound truth. God is love. That is the mic drop. That's the moment when if I had the strength to resist the irresistible pull of pastoral expectations, I would just stop talking and sit down and invite us all to ponder that together, to breathe into that truth. God is love. And those who live in love live in God. And God lives in them. God is love. And when we live in love, we live in God. And God lives in us. It takes my breath away. This is not some distant, disinterested deity seated on some cloudy, thunderous, remote mountaintop. This is not some judge peering down from the judgment seat, weighing our rights and wrongs and doling out punishments. This is not even some king perched high on a lofty throne demanding our obeisance. No. This is the one in whom we live and move and have our being, which is how the Apostle Paul explained it to the Athenians. God is our medium, our milieu, the very reality in which we live our lives. We are in God as fish are in water. God is love the love that birthed you and me, the love that created the universe, the love that pulses through every heartbeat and breathes through every breath of wind and pours down in every drop of rain and every ray of sunshine. God is love. The Bible contains over 700 references, direct references to love, I counted 26 of them right here in this letter from John alone. And Jesus, of course, had a lot to say about love, some of which we may actually know by heart. Love the Lord your God with all of your heart and all of your mind and all of your strength and all of your soul and love your neighbor as you love yourself. On this hang all the law and the prophets. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not die, shall not die, but have everlasting life. This is my commandment, that you love one another. As I have loved you, so you also ought to love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for each other. That is the story. That is the whole story. That is the gospel truth. It is the gospel. God is love. Those who live in love live in God, and God lives in them. And that stunning and amazing reality is the essential truth for all the ages, the hinge on which everything turns. Nothing else is as important. Everything else is commentary. God is love. Live in love, and you live in God, and God lives in you. It's not about dogma, (laughs) nowhere. It's not about subscribing to some religious creed, even. This is not about measuring up to some standard of righteousness, of somehow being good enough so that someday we might merit a ticket through some pearly gate somewhere. No, this is about living now. This is about living heart forward, wholeheartedly, authentically, abundantly living fully into the God-given image in which we are created. And what is that image? Love. Our purpose, our full humanity is discovered when we live fully and completely in love. And I believe in our country and in our world Now more than ever, it is vital that we remember this. It's a matter of survival. This week, Bert Bacharach died. But before he did, I had already stolen a line from one of his songs as the title for this sermon. A song he and Hal David wrote way back in 1965. Remember it? What the world needs now is love, sweet love. It's the only thing that there's just too little of. What the world needs now is love, sweet love. No, not just for some, but for everyone. As true now as it ever has been, as it always has been, what the world needs now is love, not just for some, but for everyone. God is love. But in our desperate human striving, we've tried to pad that, to build edifice around it, to surround it with rules and regulations and mea culpas and madness opi. But the reality is, if we can hang up our egos long enough, if we can humble ourselves to surrender to it, The reality is that when we love, truly love, love as Jesus did, God is made evident in us and through us and through us to others with a power and a perfection that goes way beyond us and our strivings and our expectations. And here's the mysterious and amazing truth. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us and God's love is perfected in us everything else pales in significance. Now, I want to be very clear. I am not talking about some romantic theory. This is not about Valentines and violins. This is not a platitude or a placebo or a panacea. Now, this kind of love is demanding and difficult. It is practical. It takes action. Jesus says, love when it is inconvenient. Make the first move to reconciliation, even if you still believe you're right. Honor and respect others and don't use anyone to satisfy your own needs or desires. Cherish the beauty in every single person. Look at them through God's eyes and see in them their own dignity and humanity and worth reflecting yours back to you, whoever they are. For they are created in God's image too. Love when it's hard. Love when it asks more of you than you think you have to give. Love when they disagree with you or dismiss you or offend you or crucify you. Hmm. Yes, it's that hard. And we struggle, and we stumble, and all the time we try to live into this love, but we don't do it perfectly. We can't. But God does. And so the promise is that even in our imperfect attempts to love others, to embrace the untouchable, to welcome the stranger, to break down the walls that divide us, to find compassion and understanding in the midst of conflict, even in our inability to do that very well. God is active and present, somehow making love real, and God's presence known through our imperfect efforts. And the mystical, joyful truth of it is that there is plenty of love. There is an endless supply of love. It's not like pie. You can't run out no in fact the more you give it away the more you have it is the love that created the universe the love that created you and me the love that is has gone at whom we live and move and breathe and have our very being and our job our calling as christians our calling as human beings is to let that love flow through us to intentionally open our hearts and our lives as a channel of God's love to this world. To go live that love in every way we can, in every place we can, with every person and creature and plant and rock and river and stream that we can, knowing that even in our imperfect efforts, God loves and lives through us. Trust that, for it is the gospel truth. God is love. Those who live in love live in God. And God lives in that. Happy Valentine's Day.